0: Dan, it's great to see you're back. Well, I guess it's great to see everything.
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I am back, but I'm telling you, I'm. I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling behind. I'm feeling stressed out now.
0: Yeah, while you uh, had a bunch of work pile up while you were out of town.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things, you know, when you you get back from a vacation and you almost then need a vacation from the vacation because you know yeah, like it's like for instance at work you you leave for three days you come back your inbox is so full of emails it takes you another day just to get caught up
0: yeah so you consider your trip to boonville new york a vacation is that what you're calling it
1: well i i think i kind of have to because uh the wife came along we did some sightseeing we did some uh exploring some adventuring so it, it was kind of a bit of a vacation yes
0: yeah, but you also spent practically the entire weekend in front of the camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, not not too much, but yeah, we did I did. I went to the the show, the uh the Woodsman's Field Day show up in Boonville, New York.
0: Went Woodsman Field Day twenty twenty three, and this is in Boonesville, New York, and this is a yearly uh event. Yes. Do you know how long it's been going on?
1: I don't remember. A long time. A very long time, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it is a local institution up there from what I understand. I yes. noticed in a lot of the video footage that I watched of other people who were there too, saw a lot of older older couples walking around. Yeah. Uh, looking, at, looking at the uh, machines.
1: Yeah, I kind of got the sense that it, it was. It's more of like a, like a local, like you said, like a local event that maybe you know started a while back and then just kind of started growing more and more in size and popularity. But, but it still had that sense of like being real local, like not a national draw, sort of. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So was this at a fairgrounds? Why don't you talk about the layout and you know the where you stayed the parking just getting up to the place where there are long lines was <laughs> well, it just some guy sitting on a stool next to a snow fence you know um taking, the, taking so a donation?
1: the the big factor for the whole trip was the weather and you know how we love to talk about the weather here on the woodhounds oh, podcast I, I don't
0: know you're i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but whatever
1: <laughs> but it rained i think a few days leading up to the show and then the Friday, the first day of the show, it was raining. I mean, just coming down like you wouldn't believe. So the parking, oh, no. there was a... Well, we well, first of all, backtrack a little bit. So I stayed down in Utica, New York, which was about a 20, 25-minute drive up to the show. And I think it's kind of held in... Um, a, it's not really like a fairgrounds. I think it, it used to be somewhat like some type of little event location but it's kind of growing out into like some of the street they they section off the street and you know make make room for everything but the parking the first day uh was out in this big field and (laughs) every which way you looked there was a vehicle stuck at some point gosh (laughs) because they also had like people who would come with their rvs and campers and and yeah, it was uh there were there were ruts everywhere, everything was oh, tore no. up, standing water, you know, just just a mess.
0: So not only did it rain, but it had been raining, so the ground was pretty soft. Sounds yes. like it. Yeah. How many did you did your shoes make it through the weekend?
1: They did not well, so I wore I only had one pair of shoes with me, and on Friday they just became soaked and covered with mud <laughs> so for saturday i stopped and just bought a cheap pair of rubber boots and and wore those around because everything inside the the event was also muddy and wet uh-huh. and um just you know they were trying to like put down wood chips and some stuff but it it just didn't work like you would always end up having to walk through mud or water
0: oh gosh
1: <laughs> so i <laughs> I think that kind of turned some people away. I think the attendance might have been down. I'm not sure this is my first time ever going, but it just felt like Friday wasn't as busy as it maybe should have been because of the weather.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I'm just going off of some live streams and then some videos that other channels had posted, and it didn't look like there was a lot of people there. looked like it was kind of thinly attended
1: yeah and and the other thing and i I don't want this to like so i don't i'm not coming across as trying like nitpick things apart here but the one thing i did notice compared to other events that i've been at is this one kind of had a feel of it was it was kind of spread out and you never really like if you walk down one area you'd end up somewhere that like it's just kind of ended and then you'd have to go back and go down like another little path and there Uh was no real like flow to the grounds so to say
0: oh wow maybe that's why it's more of like a local fair or a flea market instead of you know a self-contained at a fairgrounds kind of a event yeah
1: and I, and I think just the space. I think they're just limited on space. So as they continued to grow, grew over the last how many years, they kind of like started having to put things in, you know back in this corner and over in that side. And so it, it that was the only thing that I kind of noticed when walking around is you never really uh, there was no no yeah. flow.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I didn't see it, but I, I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying and I'm having, I'm, I'm trying to compare some other events that I've been to in my past where I am trying to better understand what, what you experienced up there. So it, that's what you're walking down an aisle and it just blends right into a neighborhood. And then the next thing you know, you're, you're, you're walking next to Burger King, you know, so then you just turn <laughs> around and you go back and then you're back towards all the machines.
1: Right. Yeah. Are- huh. For instance, like at the Paul Bunyan show, they have a a racetrack. So they they have a big outer loop. And then in the inside of the racetrack, the infield is kind of sectioned off in a grid pattern. So you have like, you know, a straight line down one side and another line and then cross. You know, everything's like in a grid. Here it was kind of like this one path kind of flowed over to the right. And then all of a sudden you'd kind of have to cut across and then it would come back. To another little spot and I don't know, Just it was just awkward maybe is the word.
0: Well, as my (laughs) parents would always tell me because I was different growing up, they would tell me that I was special. It's not Ah, that I was different. Not that I was different. Well, mom (laughs) would say I was special. Dad would say you're you're not right. (laughs) Yeah. So what did you see up there was... Were the traditional vendors that you see at these events, were they there? Was it more of like a logging show? Was it firewood? Was it chainsaws? What was it? It was a mix of everything.
1: So yeah, all the all the big name vendors, all the heavy logging equipment, um, machines were on display, log splitters, firewood processors, chainsaws, sawmills, all of that stuff. Uh-huh. It, and the one, the one cool thing they did is on Saturday around noon, they like took all of the big equipment and they they take it out of the festival grounds and then they'd have a parade through uh-huh. the the street of the town and then the parade ends on the infield of this little like right by the grandstand. Uh huh. So it's kind of cool to just sit there and like watch all this big like the big tiger cat, uh, forwarders and the big you know cranes and all the stuff come through on this on this parade.
0: Yeah. Well, that sounds really exciting though. Maybe yeah. you could have sat down on one of those self-propelled log splitters. And you could have <laughs> drove that. You could have drove that around town. That
1: that would have been nice. I, I I would have enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that sounds cool though. Um I mean the the weather obviously probably puts a damper on things, but I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. That it's more of like a local institution you know yeah and and the the locals really come out and support it that sounds kind of cool makes me wish i would have gone but i gotta i had to move two daughters back to college that weekend so there was priorities there (laughs) so let me ask you this dan let's think about the firewood that's uh the firewood vendors the firewood dealers that are up there i want you to clear your mind and i just want you to just start naming off every uh, dealer every manufacturer that was up there that was involving firewood i'm not going to start to clock on you but uh (laughs) i i'm going to test you here so let's just you just put it in your head and just go all right so we had uh
1: brute force was there um aj shaver from uh, shaver especially in equipment i think he was he was there with the brute force like splitters processors, um, split was it what's what's the little self propelled one split force or sp- something like that something like that yeah yeah they were there um, timberwolf, um, multi tech processor wolf ridge easton made uh, and I, I like I can't remember all of them but there there were quite a few uh, firewood specific vendors at the show uh-huh uh cord king um <laughs> there's 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 a, there was a lot of them was dinah yes yep dinah was there hacky yep. pilky uh i did not see them but i did see the uh was it is it typhoon 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 that it, yes
0: yep. not a good looking machine I yeah like that that, machine.
1: i like the colors of that machine
0: i love the colors
1: Yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I would have made my business colors that color. I just love yeah. that color blue, yeah
1: but but the one interesting thing is, and I think this is becoming more of like a a um I don't know what what's kind of attractive for the vendors to go to shows like this is, for instance, like Wolf Ridge, uh, all of the machines they brought out there, except one, were already sold and oh, being wow. picked up. So I think it's kind of like these shows are kind of turning into where you can order your machine and instead of paying shipping, you can pick it up if you're, you know, local to the area for, and and come to the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Easton made was the same way. I think all of their machines were already sold. Uh So it's, it works out great for the vendors to do that.
0: Yeah. I bet you that, that is one thing they love is not having to take stuff back with them. Yes especially Easton, may because they have to go across the border.
1: Yep. <laughs> and and well, and that was the one thing when I was walking around, you know, there were some of these huge tents, like 40 by 60 tents and they were full of uh like vendors selling, you know, chaps, chains, bars, saws, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Tools, sweatshirts. I mean, and all I could think of was how long is it going to take? Pack all this stuff up and head out of there. Yeah,
0: boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or how long it took to set it all up? Oh my goodness! Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this: Did you see a stacking machine while you were there?
1: I saw several. There were many of them. Really? They were, yeah, they were. They were walking around everywhere with <laughs> with their oh, jackets you. on, and it was there. Yeah. <laughs> The only stacking machine were humans I saw. Really? So there was
0: no stacking machine? <laughs> not was yet. The, did you see the Posh Pack Fix?
1: I did not. I did, and that was the one thing you had asked me to look for, but I did not see it.
0: So it was not there? No. Okay.
1: Yeah. Not No, no stacking machine.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about any wrapping? How about any wrappers, wrapping machines, or boxing machines, anything like that?
1: Nope, just your typical like bundle maker, like the uh, the Wolf Ridge bagging station. They had that on on mm-hmm. display. Um, but yeah, not nothing, nothing along those lines.
0: Okay, and then uh, how about any kilns? Were the kilns there? I did not see any of those either. Wow, <laughs> I did see uh, a few outdoor wood boilers. Oh yeah, yep. Did you check them out? Any?
1: Yeah, the, and again, though it was the same. You know the the major names that you know, Crown Royal, uh, Heatmaster, or what
0: is it? Isn't that a yeah. liquor? A whiskey, Crown Royal. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was. I mean, all the typical big name vendors were all there. Um, and yeah, it was just all right. Part of the day, like I said, on Friday with the weather the way it was and the conditions of the grounds, I kind of just hung out in one
0: spot for most of the day. What was the, the food situation? Were there a lot of, like, fair food vendors there?
1: Yes, and that is the one thing I will say was an advantage for having the layout the way it was is because you could go to certain areas where they had food vendors and the lines weren't
0: very long because it wasn't all All
1: congested into one spot.
0: So that was nice. That's my one gripe of the Paul Bunyan show in Cambridge, Ohio, is the food situation. There's no good. There's not enough vendors. The lines are forever. And they need like 10 times more um, food vendors at the Paul Bunyan show.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, Yeah. It's like you get in line for breakfast and you may as well just turn around and get in line for lunch because you're going to be waiting that long yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i'm serious it's not bad dan there was obviously an avalanche of youtube personalities and youtube channels that attended why don't you talk to us about the youtube firewood community at boonville
1: well that that is the one thing um, that actually stood out and I enjoyed the most was both getting to see for, again, for the, you know, for some of the channels and then getting to meet some of the newer channels. And then I think just the people that came out to do the same thing, to meet the people from the YouTube channels. So that to me was like the highlight of the show was seeing all the people I've, you know, met before at other shows. Um, and I, I don't want, I don't want to start naming them off because I know I'll forget some, some of them, but yeah, (laughs) there was, there was a lot of them. And, and then there's just a lot of people that came out to, to, you know, obviously take in the show, but also to meet uh, people and, you know, you'd, you'd be walking around and all of a sudden you'd be like meeting someone on the pathway and they would just stick their hand out and say, Hey, I watch you all the time. I really enjoy your, your program, you know? And and so that was kind of cool. That was nice
0: that is what i was going to ask you did you uh, meet a number of people that are uh, fans of your of your channel
1: yes yep and even i was kind of surprised i was walking by uh the the bandit uh, wood chipper fender Uh uh-huh and just you know walking along and I heard my name yelled out, and I turned, and it was the the guy, the vendor that was working there. Like, came up, introduced himself, and said that he enjoys watching the channel, and kind of talked to him for a little bit. So that's kind of cool. Oh, wow!
0: Did you ask him for a wood
1: chipper? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't really have a need for one,
0: but <laughs> yeah. Dan, <laughs> did you get a chance to interview? Um vendors or dealers Uh, that's one thing i wanted to do when i was in maine and it wasn't real successful i would walk around and start talking with people and ask if they wanted to do like a quick 30 second interview uh did you get any of those how were the people receptive to you uh about interviewing them
1: well i interviewed well i talked to a few people but i didn't film it uh Friday with it being like raining on and off as much as it did, I had planned for Friday to be my day to like film and create content. Yeah. And I just, it just wasn't working with the weather. And so I just, I walked around and talked to a few, but I didn't do any filming. (laughs) I I failed (laughs) on the content creation side of things. (laughs) Yeah. But everyone I talked to, you know, we had... They were very receptive. I'm sure they would have been open for interviewing Uh, a few of the like booths. The it wasn't like the actual vendor of the company, but it was like a local distributor or a local dealership. So you were kind of dealing with like the local, I guess, kind of like, you know, in uh, Ohio down there, like Marty is with Bobcat, but he's not really he's with Lepo rents, you know?
0: Yeah. So did you get the impression then that our industry and the people who were there knew about the YouTube community?
1: Yes, totally. There was a lot of uh, people that when I did talk to them, they knew who I was. They knew about the YouTube firewood community. Uh, I had a guy actually ask about you.
0: He Did said, I owe him money or something? Did he want his wheelbarrow back? What was it?
1: <laughs> he asked where the guy from Ohio with the dry sense of humor was.
0: <laughs> That's not me. That's uh he would have said the good looking guy with all the money he would have said.
1: <laughs> well I I I made sure to clarify I said you mean the guy with no sense of humor or the dry sense of
0: humor? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: But no, it was um it was the, like I said, a lot of people recognize and I think uh, you know even some of the smaller channels that were there, um people I saw people coming up to them and there was a at one point like a lot of uh YouTube channels, we were all kind of hanging out in the same area and it was just like a steady flow of people walking by would you know stop and say hi to all, all of us, you know, they knew who everybody was. All right.
0: And then I saw your, I know I'm jumping around here. I saw your live stream. Uh, did the police ever show up? Did you guys get escorted out? (laughs) We
1: did not, but we were told that we needed to
0: wrap it up. (laughs) Tone it down, huh? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like near the end of it there, there was some hooping and hollering. Yep. Especially from one particular YouTube channel who we all love.
1: Yes. There was a, there was a couple of woos going on. <laughs> and, and that's and, why
0: they came to tell you and they didn't go right to him to tell him to cut it off. Yes. They...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we, we were informed of the quiet hours and how we had gone past the quiet hours and we needed to none be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but it was the live stream was was a great time again. Uh, it was it was nice to you know kind of have an area where people could congregate and socialize, and then I was still able to bring people on as a guest. They could you know, sit there and we could talk for a little bit, and it wasn't like too loud and obnoxious. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I thought it was nice. You gave a lot of um, screen time exposure to a lot of different people. Uh, I thought you did a real good job with that.
1: Yeah, at at first I was concerned because when we first, where I first set up, then that's where kind of everybody started just hanging out, even though there was another part of the lobby where I was thinking that would be a better spot for the people to hang out in. And then I could, (laughs) but it was just like, oh boy, because I couldn't hear myself. You know, I couldn't hear anything coming through the speakers (laughs) of my computer. Uh, it, It was a little a little nerve wracking, but was that
0: the same hotel that everyone stayed at mostly?
1: Um, there was a lot of people there. And then the holiday inn was another hotel that a lot of people stayed at. That was just right down the street, like walking distance. All right.
0: All right. Well, Dan, I enjoyed your time up there, but I have to ask you, um, did you enjoy it? Will you be back?
1: Well, there was, so I had mentioned the part about the adventuring. So Amanda came with me and she is a big hiker. So on Thursday, the day before the show started, we went out sightseeing and she wanted to do a couple hikes and halfway through that's where my enjoyment ended. (laughs) 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 Because I am not, I was not able to keep up with her and I just got tired and, so I, 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 but I enjoyed seeing everything. Uh, it was, I enjoyed the show. I'm not, I don't know yet. I'm not going to like commit to next year, but I would, I would love to go back hopefully with better weather. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things there where I have to see if the dates align and coordinate and, you know.
0: Yeah. I can't help but think that your flight was expensive because of where you live and whatever airport you'd have to fly into up there. So it's yeah. just I got the impression it's probably an expensive weekend for you.
1: Well, the flights weren't too bad. Um, flew out of Minneapolis to Chicago and then over to Syracuse, and then it was like a 45-minute drive to Utica. So the flight wasn't too bad. I mean, hotel, obviously, we went for a couple days longer just to do that sightseeing. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is That area, there's a lot to see. So if you went there, you could spend like one or two days like outside of just the show
0: and see all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's it's a lot lot to see. It's a beautiful part of the world up there. Yes. It's funny, you know, when you think about all the beautiful places in this world, you know, the Grand Canyon, the oceans and the mountains and stuff. And like I was in West Virginia last week for vacation, which is a beautiful state. You don't think of New York, but it is. It is gorgeous when you're up there.
1: Yeah, everyone, when you say you're going to New York, they just think the city. They don't think of the state, you know, upstate, central New York. Right. The Adirondacks, very nice. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just too
1: high to climb for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you were 30 years younger, you could have handled it.
1: Oh, I don't know. It was it was a challenge. But 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 like I said, that's the one thing I think if people were ever thinking of putting like the Boonville show on their list of shows to attend, you would be able to go spend a couple days sightseeing around the area and then go to the show and have a a complete like fun filled weekend slash vacation.
0: So that is probably your last show leading up to the Paul Bunyan show in Ohio first weekend in October. Is that right?
1: That is correct. I think it's like seven, seven weeks away.
0: Yeah. We're getting close, man. It's almost going to be October. You know, we're almost into September now and it's going to be October. And I know that my phone's been starting to heat up. I I'm predicting a big sales year for firewood and, um, I'm making as making it as fast as I can, but 90 degree weather <laughs> doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't cooperate any.
1: The one the one thing I will just add that was kind of fun, and I don't know why this kind of geeks me out, but driving around sightseeing, you would not believe the number of roadside firewood stands I saw. Like, oh wow! It was I bet you there was I bet you I saw 50 just on no one day. Yep,
0: everywhere. <laughs> Maybe there's an ordinance up there that if you own a house, you must have firewood for sale at your mailbox.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the the thing is, is like, I don't know how, like, if, if I lived up there, I think I would strategically place one stand a little bit further down the road than the other so that people drive by it and then it like clicks in their mind and they're like, all right, we'll stop at the next one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there is always must one be a more. lot of. must be a lot of campgrounds up there then i would think if that's what the all the firewood stands are for huh
1: yeah campgrounds and like a lot of like resorts and i think just like i don't know vacation spots on the lakes and rivers yeah all right
0: good to know uh that could be a nice road trip one day you can stop and critique everyone's roadside stand
1: Well, it it was interesting because everyone, they were all $5, like $5 for a little cube of wood. Uh And then all of a sudden we got to a certain point where it went to $6. And then after that, (laughs) everyone was
0: $6. (laughs) That meant you were getting closer to the campground. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, uh, thanks for sharing your weekend with us and uh letting us all experience something that a lot of us didn't have the uh, time or the ability to attend, I thought you did a really good job
1: well thanks yeah it was it was a good time uh if you you know if you want to see more I guess you can go to YouTube and just search for the Boonville show like you mentioned there's multiple channels there, multiple videos out there to watch uh, and overall it was a it was a great little adventure
0: yeah i Again, uh, Dan, I thought you did a great job, as did all of the YouTube channels that were up there. And that's what I was wanting, to start naming them all off. But then, of course, you're going to leave someone out, and I don't want to snub anyone either. This channel is about including everyone, not excluding.
1: Right. Yeah, It's. I have trouble remembering names that, you know, people I just met five minutes ago. and So I know <laughs> I would definitely leave somebody out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Frank, you and Jenny—I think you both did a great job up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Ben.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, how about let's end this, and I'll let you get back to clearing out your inbox.
1: Yeah, you can get
0: back into the swing of things of reality.
1: It's it's uh, I'm behind, and I'm, I'm not really. I don't think that far behind me. I just feel like I'm behind. So I got to get, I got to get myself caught up. Yeah.
0: It's just like a firewood delivery service. You're just never caught up.
1: You never, yeah. There's, you may as well not even try. You're just always going to be behind. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) All right. So Dan and I want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast and helping make the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast in the world.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thanks everyone. And and maybe one day, you know, we might have to go to one of these shows and like broadcast live a live stream from it.
0: Yeah, that would be good. Be we idea. could put it next to the relaxation tents. People can come there and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is why folks you can find us every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. So we are bright, early, wide awake when you listen.
0: <laughs> That's right. And if, the streaming service that you're listening to us on has a rating system. Believe it or not, when you give us a five star review, that really does help us be found by others out in the podcast universe. Yes,
1: indeed. So thanks once again, everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get busy.
0: All right. Well, everyone, thank you. And Dan, I will ask that you stay safe be cool and have a great day